I just got stuck in a bogey train. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Bogey Train. Jangs, Big John, how are we doing? Doing great. Another week. Wait, wait, wait. He's sitting there sipping on his wine. I think we we can't we can't go any further without mentioning that Jangs just got engaged a few days ago. Congrats, so, Jangs! Give it up. Come Thank on. you, boys. Thank you. That's awesome. So- some may say about time. I, right, Lydia. I, I definitely, I definitely um, nearly commented that on uh, her Instagram post, but I, I figured now nah, I'll just, I'll just say yes, but I, I've heard it enough. The, my, my, yeah, about time or somewhere, something uh, in that realm was almost what I commented, but I figure I'll just stay positive. So, you know, my, my original deal was uh, last year, I made her a deal that if I made platinum tour on TGC tours, we would get engaged then. And then I made platinum tour week one. So it took a year afterwards, but you know, it eventually did happen. Jeez. My other secret deal is that I wanted to hit another hole in one before I got engaged. Just, you know, cause like in real life or on in real life, in real life. Okay. And also if you haven't seen over on our YouTube, uh, I posted a little video I had of a hole in one playing 2K in my first round. Uh, Second me and hole. J- yeah, me and Jengs were just just casual. I was like, oh, I got to get a feel for this game. Made a hole in one. It was pretty much downhill after that. Honestly, that was my highlight of the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, is a good video. I like the reaction. So yeah. Noah J, what's up, guys? It's always a great day when you're on the boat and train. That's true. Well, depends what you mean by that. Yeah, and I mean it in every sense of the term. <laughs> in all senses of the term, it's great. Yeah. I was I was playing some disc golf earlier today, and I was riding the bogey train for quite a few holes, let me tell you. Now, what are you, you drinking there, Noah J? It's an iced coffee? I've got some sweet tea from the uh, one and only Golden Arches McDonald's. There's one about a half mile away from my house. I frequent there often. No, that's, Jay, that's are you dan- a, that's dangerous. Are you a big oh, McRib yeah. guy? No, no. I could not care less about the McRib, honestly. See, I, honestly, I I'm, McRib. I'm I'm there with you. I uh I don't think I've ever had it. I've maybe once. I, don't I, know, but. I love the McRib. It is so terrible, but I just, you know, it's kind of nostalgia. I love it. And it's the last time it's going to be back, so I might have McDonald's. That's what they're days. saying. I'm, I'm sure it'll be back again. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that's what they said about this steak, egg, and cheese bagel. And that's I appreciate back. McDonald's for having staples that they come back to. You know, the Shamrock Shake. I look forward to that. Dude, dude the Shamrock Shake is awful. They, oh, I no. What? Okay, let me, I, no, no, no. Okay, Nick. Don't, act, don't actually talk about McDonald's like that. Don't actually talk about it, but but like you gotta respect them for having these calendar events that happen every year. I agree. I I and, you know it's around St. Patrick's Day. It's like it, 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 it's green. It's mid, and then I used to get really excited about them. Oh my gosh, you gotta go get a Shamrock Shake. Yeah, because they're, they're just great. they're just not good. Like I just thought they were cool because they're green. Up, dude. They really up. ruined them. They stopped putting the cherry in there. The best part right. was you'd have the whole Shamrock Shake, and as the bottom, the cherry would be there. The cherry's the worst part. 
The cherry is the worst part. <laughs> the cherry is the worst part. <laughs> oh, man. Do you guys have taste buds? Are you kidding me? Yes, I have taste buds. Have you? Okay. I Look, the shamrock shake is incredible. I don't understand why you guys don't like it. But have you had the, the shamrock Oreo McFlurry that also comes out at the same time? Of the year that the I, I haven't had that. That sounds better. That sounds usually, better than just the Shamrock Shake. But usually the ice cream machine's broken, so I can never have it. That's true. That oh, is true. That's a, McDon- that's a McDonald's staple that they always go back to as well. Is just <laughs> the ice cream machine the not ice working. Cream machine down. But and in their shakes, I have to admit, it's been years since I've had any sort of shake from McDonald's, but they're just like, I don't know. I just when I think of them, I think it's just really liquidy, like just not very good. Uh, there's other, like, if I want ice cream, I, I'm going elsewhere. I can't tell you how much I look forward to the shamrock shake every year. I get one large shamrock shake and then no more. That's it. I live myself a one and it's the best day of the month that St. Patrick's day is in. I don't even know what month it's in, but it's the best day of the month. (laughs) It's called March. Yeah. I get one a week. A shamrock shake a week? Yeah. March? Honestly, if I'm if I'm up in and town, James, if I'm up in town during March, we might have to just go get one just because. We'll and then, we'll put and it then, on the YouTube. And then I can do an updated review. We'll Thank put it on you. the YouTube next for Shamrock Shake. Thank you. Thank in, you. In probably at least five years, probably longer. Closer to 10, I bet. But I didn't know that. Like, I thought it was just universally agreed upon that the Shamrock Shake was elite. I didn't know See, that there were people out there. There are that things. There were things that I thought were universally agreed upon that I've realized are not. Like, for example, this past summer, or was it a year ago now? It was over a year ago now. I was with you, Noah, and the rest of the guys when we were in Iowa, and we went to that Freddy's. Do you remember that? Yes. I asked for a chocolate shake. and grow- The only thing I've ever known to be a chocolate shake growing up is the base is vanilla ice cream, and they add chocolate to it. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. That's – yeah. I- you have one with chocolate, with chocolate ice cream. Yeah, they gave me one that was chocolate yeah. ice cream, and I was like, "This is not. This is not a chocolate shake." Here's, here's what happened. Nick is used to getting vanilla shakes with chocolate syrup, and then they actually gave him a chocolate. Okay, shake. okay. Wow, Jengs, are you on my side here? Yeah, because usually, so when I go to Zesto, <laughs> thank I you. Chocolate malt. It, uh, yes, the base and is the vanilla. chocolate malt. It's vanilla ice cream with thank with you. chocolate syrup and malted milk. Then I went and got a chocolate malt from Dairy Queen, and it was chocolate ice cream. I was like, "What the heck is this? What did you? What did you exactly?" What, what I you? had before that. I had never in my life gone to a place, ordered a chocolate shake or a chocolate malt, and it was like dark brown because it was chocolate okay. ice cream. I had All never right. had that before. If you were serving a shake made from chocolate ice cream, what would you call it on the menu? Well, I would just wouldn't have it on my menu because it's awful. <laughs> Because it, it has what to be – because the, the base like, what has to be – What would you call be, it? You've, are, you've already taken chocolate shake with the vanilla shake with chocolate syrup. can call it that. Probably call it a double chocolate shake. You can put some chocolate syrup okay. in there. Okay. Oh, but God. if you're going to get so, – so, Noah, if you get an Oreo shake, guys, what is it? It's vanilla ice cream with Oreo chunks in there. Sure. Right? Yeah. It's not like Oreo ice cream or something if you, stupid. If your specifier is like an add-in, sure, like a banana chocolate shake. Chocolate is an add-in. It's not. It's it a is, flavor of ice cream. I understand that it's a – it, It's the same shake. thing. Strawberry shake it's is the same thing. It's the same cream. thing. No, it's not. No. I usually, yeah, I, I don't agree with that. With me or him? <laughs> with, with Noah. Like I think strawberry Guys. shake, I think vanilla ice cream <laughs> with like strawberry syrup. Yes. Chunks of strawberries. Oh. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I was, I was sipping on this, you know, quote unquote chocolate shake. And I'm like, this is just not very good. Like, I don't think they know how to make a chocolate shake here. And then Noah and the rest of the guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like it was a I, bomb. Shake. I, was first a of all, shake. it wasn't that good. Sorry, Freddy's. There's actually another another Freddy's opening up in my uh, where I live here. It's going to be two now. I might have to give it another chance, but it was a fine. I might shift. have to come try it with you. And uh, but anyway, my uh, my my Vikings just uh, took down the Bills in overtime. I'm still buzzing from that. Um, the play when Josh Allen fumbled the snap and Eric Hendricks fell on it for a touchdown. I tried to get up off the couch, and my calf cramped. When I got, and I'm still feeling it. Like it is, uh, it has not gotten better yet. So I don't know if that's something that I wanted to admit out loud, but, um, so basically I'm playing hurt right now for the podcast. Yeah, it's, so it's the, it's the Michael Jordan flu game right now for the podcast. Yeah. You know, we, we got a great one ahead of us too. Can talk I think, some golf. I think we do. I think we're off to a great start also. Yeah. We're gonna this talk has been golf. an electric start to this episode. I think some good debate, some yeah, oh. electric. Uh, for our viewers, you know, just a little preview. You got to stick around to the end because this is the first annual Bogey Train uh, Bogey Awards show. So we're give it up. Some awards. Give it up. And it, 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 it may come uh, more than annual, but we're, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a tradition we're going to start. Semi-annual, biannual, yeah. biannual. Uh, back in the day, uh, when it was actually a radio show, we... I mean, I kind of would do it every week, but that was back when I watched a lot more golf than I do now. So I keep up with it now, but I just don't watch as much of the golf as I used to. So it's hard to, it's hard to, hard to get all of the storylines and things like that. So yeah, I couldn't tell you what the tournament was this weekend. So I know it was the Houston Open and like the Shell Houston Open. It used to be the one. It used to be the week before the Masters, and a few years ago they moved it to yeah, the fall. I was going to say, why? Why is it now? They moved it to the fall, and it's at a different course now. So that's throwing me off. Yeah, but but uh, Ian Poulter would say the fifth major, the Houston Open. That's just so false. That's so. What? <laughs> okay, music has the Grammys. Acting has what the Emmys or something is they here. Have the, they have the Emmys. Yeah, sports here has the, the Espies. Here on the bogey train pod, we have the bogeys, all right? And Which, it, it makes sense. Or the trainees. <laughs> we got to workshop that one it still. Takes, it takes I like someone it. special to win a bogey. So if you find yourself knowing someone on this list, it uh, take it as a, a huge compliment, a huge you know, term I, of endearment. I think I'm more on, more on the side of trainee, honestly. I kind of like it. I like it. Tranny? No, not no. It was a trainee with an I. What I said. That's what he, yeah, he just he's getting a, a bit of an accent down there in Georgia, but <laughs> the, tr- the trainee award. It's it's southern. You probably wouldn't understand. Yeah. The first trainee award goes to. Uh, um, well, you can give out trainees. I'm giving out bogeys. That's fine, but some of these are good awards, so they they. You know, it comes across weird if you're calling yeah. it a bogey, well, but if it's no, no, a... hear me out, hear me out. Sometimes you can have a good bogey. Like if you like went in the water <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and you hold out from a bunker for bogey. Like I actually, yeah. I, one year uh, when I was in high school at the state tournament, there's a par three. And of course it was in October in South Dakota. So it was 
about 40 degrees outside with 30 mile an hour winds. Yeah. Sounds and there's right. a par three where there's a road on the left, but it shouldn't even really be in play. But it was like 180 uphill. I took like a four or five iron to try to like knock one down. Just pull hooked it over the road. Classic. That's a classic. So I just reload and then stuff one to like four feet and make bogey. <laughs> See, like that's a good bogey. Bogeys the, come in all shapes and sizes. That's a train. So that's so do trainees though. So I'll I'll give a caveat before <laughs> before James gives out his tranny awards. I'll be giving out my bogey awards, and I'll be letting you know if it's a good bogey or a bad bogey. Oh, I'm getting fired after this. Or just place. an average bogey. As you can tell, we're very prepared for this. Yeah, we are. You know, but before we get to that, we got some recap stuff to go through. So yeah, we right, do. Got to stick we, around to the, the end. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few there's a few pieces of business we got to get through. Um, recap. But hopefully in the near future, some ad reads to get through, but you know, I'll keep, I'll keep uh, begging. Uh, Anyway. So what, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do talk pro golf stuff or do you want to talk? We'll we'll hit my stuff first. Okay. So we're doing, we're talking some TGC tours stuff. TGC tours, you know, so last week, they, they, they just had the qualifying, right? Yep. Last week was the qualifier. First week of the season. Everybody that signs up gets put into a big pool, plays the same event. Uh, in total, I think 2,500 people signed up last week. Uh, 2,200 finished their rounds, and they're giving out 1,800 tour cards, ranging wow. from the top platinum tour down to the bottom, which is CCL, I believe. Um, so, me personally, we don't care about everyone else. Uh, Not at know, all. Not one the, bit. The platinum guys, they played well, you know, shooting like 40 under, 50 under for four days. Um, I uh, I shot 24 under. So, you know, six under average, had a couple seven under rounds in there. Was pretty pretty happy with it. Um, you know, made some mistakes in there. 24 under, put me on the CCA. So I moved down a little bit from last year. Last year I was playing on the, the elite slash kinetic tour for most so of the season. So is CCA right below kinetic? Yep. Yep. Okay. So if I promote up, I'll promote up to kinetic. Okay. But, but yeah, starting on CCA. Uh, well, first also, also for those who don't, uh, uh, the platinum tour is basically the equivalent of the PGA tour. Right. Yep. And yep. then the elite it, tour elite is the, the equivalent Euro. of the European tour. And then the kinetic is the equivalent of the corn fairy. So that's, you know, they have the, they start with the same letter and that's kind of what yep. we're, what we're, yep. what we're looking yeah. at here. And then after that, you go down to the challenge circuit and it goes A through L. Um, and yeah, once you go up from challenge circuit, you go to kinetic. And then from kinetic, you go to elite. And then from elite, you go to platinum. That's the, the top of the top, the cream of the crop. Um, but starting on CCA. So, you know, new game. Uh, the last new game on 2K21, I qualified in CCD. So I qualified a little higher this time for the first qualifier. Um, so we're, we're looking up. You know, first first event this week, just finished my second round, shot 12 under at the cut line. Probably going to be a missed cut. Let's go. Uh, oh, never but, mind. Let's not go. But we'll, we'll see. You know, it, it could maybe sneak in. It could not. We'll, we don't know. Okay. Um, man, I had, a, I had a great question in my mind. I, ha- but I, I have just, one if you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, what is it going to take, Jenks, to get you from CCA to the next level? 
so what it's going to take is the you get promotion and demotion marks. So if you play really well, it's like top 20, basically. You finish in the top 20, you get a promotion mark. Uh, if you finish in the top 10, you get two promotion marks. And then same yeah. thing, if you finish in like the bottom 10, you get two demotion marks. Yeah, yeah. You finish in the bottom 20, you get one. Um, so if I can finish well, play well, and get those top finishes, then it moves me up. Uh, how many how many promotion marks does it take to move up? Three to move up, five to move down. Okay. So it's a little bit harder to move down. Uh, That's nice. Pretty easy to move up. You can move up in two weeks. Or uh, on Challenge Circuit as well, if you win, you automatically get moved up. Oh, nice. So if I just somehow come out and win this week, next week I'll automatically be on Kinetic. Uh, and then every so often they have uh, these promotion events. So everybody can play. Uh, and then based on how you finish, like they'll have tour cards open and the top finishers will move up to the top tour and then they just kind of backfill from there. So there's a promotion event next week already. Um, so if I play well in that, you know, I can move up to elite or kinetic or something like that if I can finish high there. So, Sweet. so plenty of chances to move up. Okay. What? Did you have a follow-up there, Noah? Yeah. Yeah. What like... I get that's what it takes to move up, like, rank-wise, but, like, in your game, personally, is there oh. something that uh, is holding you back? Uh, just consistency with the swing, uh, the timing, okay. you Classic. know. Just, sure, just need yeah. more work. Yeah, sure. yeah, just got to get okay. it more consistent. I'm kind of in that borderline, like, I'll hit half, half my shots will be fast, half will be perfect. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of hard to have, like, a consistent miss, because if you hit it fast basically what it does it's like you you close the club face and it goes left and long um, and long it, it goes deep too of what, yeah. depending on how fast yeah it so adds there, a few yards of carry there will be times where you know i'll aim out to the right expecting to hit it fast and then i hit it perfect and i miss right or there'll be times i <laughs> aim down the middle of the green and i hit it fast and i miss the green left so it's just and kind of that consistency factor I got, I got and, the th- and the thing about the new game is having a consistent miss is kind of important because especially around the greens in this game versus 21, where you miss is so important. Cause yeah, if you, you if you, if you miss, yeah. If you miss where you've got a downhill shot, like you're, oh, you know, okay. you're almost guaranteed to have like at least 20 feet for par, depending on what the green looks like. So yeah, course, course management is very important. I mean, you guys saw it when, before we recorded, I was just finished on my round. I kind of was showing on the screen and I had like a 16 footer for Eagle and it was straight downhill, red slope. Uh, and then I had 53 feet coming back for birdie. So it's, you know, course management is very important. <laughs> well, and, and there's like, there's not much you can do. There's no. it's just, there's nothing no. you can really do. Like if it doesn't go in some of these, so I, we're going to get to that, but I could just ask you quick now, do you think the greens roll out too much? Do you think it's too much? Um, here's my thing with the greens is I love, like, I hate the slow greens. Like the first round here, they were playing on slower greens, and I just hate it. Like you, I can't get a feel for them. Um, but they stop downhill. Meanwhile, if you have fast greens, they don't really stop downhill. They do roll out a lot. Do I think it's too much? Um, yeah, I think the designers will probably have to start, you know, taking care of flattening the greens out a little bit more. Because even if it's in the old game, uh, a yellow slope would barely roll out. You know, you could land it on a yellow slope downhill and it would still stop on that slope. Whereas on this game, if you have a yellow slope, it will not stop until it is like perfectly flat. So 
you know, designers will have to take care, I guess, designers or players just to, you know, with the slopes and not being on the wrong sides of them and designers, you know, keeping flatter areas of the green. Cause I've seen plenty from the qualifier last week, plenty of people who were, you know, landing at five feet from the pin, but it was on just one of these yellow slopes and then they have 35 feet. For mm-hmm. So like they're hitting a great shot and it's just, you know, you're not getting rewarded for it. It's like goofy golf. Yeah. So I've, you know, I, I haven't played as much as you, obviously I've done a little bit when, when I get time here and there and it helps that now it's November and I'm not outside playing real golf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to get, you know, more and more used to it, but you know, sometimes it's so frustrating. I I've saved a few clips in my, you could just, and uh, it gets my commentary too. If I'm just sitting here playing by myself and yeah, you can, it's, it's pretty funny. Some of these like shots I think are pretty good. And then it just never stops. And it's like, you can yeah. just hear me like throw my controller almost, but um, anyway, anything else like from you on just some of the TGC tours, like update? Not, nothing really on the TGC tours front. You know, there haven't been any major updates or anything like that. So, well, well, we've got some big news. So some are saying this is the biggest swing change since Tiger went to Butch back in 98, but you know, who knows? But I recently changed my grip entirely on uh, PGA tour 2k. So, uh, before I was going with a, uh, I was going with, uh, just the left thumb, just the thumb. Yep. Now, I got you. Yep. But, but now, so, so wait, wait, let me get this right. Left thumb joystick and you're pulling that down enough, right? To well, yeah. 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 Okay. I got you. And I changed it. All right. My right hand, I'm doing a, I changed it to the right side and I'm doing a pinch. Oh, you're Dude. doing the nipple. The nipple is what they call it. Okay. Change my game. Honestly, term. honestly, <clears throat> so much more consistent. Wow. I, I, I know they're all wondering. I just got uh, my first win in uh, career mode. So I know it's That's huge. It's huge. huge. Thank you. Thank you for going from wow, struggling. Congrats. Stru- I mean, I mean, going from struggling to make the cut to, you know, finishing on top. It's one of the biggest stories in golf. Yeah, I I was giving Jenks like credit and congrats for getting engaged, but honestly, this this news is probably bigger than that. So oh, there there were there were tears shed for sure. Yeah, I'm happy for you. So yeah, in just my fifth event on the PGA Tour, that I makes have, sense. Uh, that makes question. sense because like left hand, you're gonna really like if you only have your thumb on the controller, you could easily, you know, what I'm saying like twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still through. I'm still dialing in the timing a little bit, but the swing path is like yep. night and day. Yeah. So, okay. uh, question from the media here. Yes. Uh, would you say that having a wedding ring on your finger has uh, hurt or helped your your swing on PGA? Uh, I would say you know it's it's a little bit. It just changes the dynamic of how you hold the controller just a tiny bit. I would say uh, it's more of a change in perspective, you know, than uh, than than a change in grip or how you know how I hold the controller. You know, you just have a yeah. new lease on life. Yeah. Uh, when you've got that jewelry on your ring finger. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't say technically there's any, there's any sort of difference. It's, uh, yeah, it's all on the perspective. And if, uh, someday we are blessed with children, I'm going to be overflowing with perspective. So as, as you'll Max, have to switch, you'll be doing like the, the, the pointer finger and the, the middle finger, just like, yeah, slicing it back and forth. Palm, the palm. That's what oh, I the, yeah. Like golden yeah, tea. Yeah. Style. The golden <laughs> tea. <laughs> just holding your control. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're used to golden tea and you try to use that uh, 
that tempo on 2K, you're going to get some uh, black fasts for sure. You're going to get some, some very fast. <laughs> um, okay. The only other thing on 2K is like I've seen some next makers are, you know, not thrilled with where the game is at at the moment. Uh, I don't really have too much to say on it other than I've had the game crash a few times mid-round. Um, are you dealing with that with some of the bugs? I, I haven't seen a whole lot of them on my end. Um, you know, outside of what we talked about either last week or two weeks ago um, with some of the bugs and stuff like that within like the designer outside of that, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot. Okay. Um, Cause I've definitely had the bug where the replay, like it goes to a replay and then just crashes. Yeah. yeah so, I turned my replays off. So I never get that. Okay. So maybe that's, maybe that's the move, but yeah, it's definitely, I, you got the bug of your uh, player's face when it like, glitches their oh face yeah that was face. hilarious you see everything inside like their teeth and eyeball that's have you have you seen anyone else have that or when i showed I, you that i've had like, it i've had it. oh okay before i just looked at it i was like what the yeah so all right is that a is that it on 2k that's, that's it on 2k all right i will uh do a quick recap and like i said i i didn't i didn't watch any of this uh i just followed it a little bit but uh the houston open Tony Finau gets, I think that's his fifth PGA Tour win. Hey, let's go, Tony. Yeah. yeah. He, he's had a year. And I don't think he, like, finished his round super strong today, but he had a seven-shot lead with a few holes left. So um, it was not close. He absolutely dominated this event. Man, and You better put that away. So, I mean, next year you've you got to be thinking Tony's in, in you know, on the top, near the top of the list for guys who could break through and win a major. You definitely yeah. could. He's been, he's been playing good all year. I mean, one of the biggest tournaments of the year at uh, TBC Twin Cities, the 3M Open. Um, <laughs> you, you've got to love to see him come home with that. Um, exactly. He had a couple, did he have three this year? Uh, uh, yes. yes. This is his third. His third, third in his the last, calendar year. His third, sure. his third win in his uh, last seven starts. Yeah, that's just great. Just great so, stuff. I Got love it. to see that. I've been on I've been on the Tony Finau train since for a few yeah. years now and all the those Tony close trend. calls all those close calls were uh getting were getting pretty disheartening, but now he's he's closing the deal when when he's at the top of the leaderboard and it's great awesome. to see. So that is great news. Good news. But I do got to shout out my boy. Um I'm just looking through the leaderboard seeing who I all have to shout out here. You know, there's some some guys I like to shout out. Uh but my one guy I got a shout out this week is Sahith Tagala. T22, four under for the week. Why, why, does, why does T22 need a shout out? Yeah. It's, it's Sahith Tagala. He's, he's sweet. Uh, Cole he's Hammer. He's going to miss a cut one week and Jane's going to shout him out. Yeah, dude, yeah shout Sa- out Miss Cut Sa- for Sahith. Sahith. No, his his expectations are too high to be, you know, like if it was like some no name who, you know, is just graduating off Corn Ferry or whatever, his first event, you'd be like, okay, T22, respectable. But no, Sahith, he's like, we're expecting more out of him than a T22 at this point. Uh, also, shout out to Mark Hubbard for the Why? DQ oh. this week. Uh, did you guys hear you know, the story? I think that was this week. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, was that the one with the 15th club? Yeah. I didn't hear no the story. Way. Yeah, so he, he plays his front nine, um, not hitting the driver well. Uh, so he takes the driver out of the bag, throws it in the back of the car, 
uh, reaches into the trunk and pulls out a completely different driver. I think I heard he was using like a, a Callaway. Uh, and then he reaches into the back of the truck car and pulls out a Ping G410 or something like that and starts using that for the back nine. Yeah, that is and not how that got, works. Got busted. Did, did he, thought it, he, he, he thought it was just going to be, you know, the four-shot penalty, like two shots for the first two holes. Uh, but no, that is a disqualification when you add it in mid-round. So, so Wait. would it have been different if he started the round with both those clubs in his bag? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's different because but when you add it in mid-round. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you. So if if well, what's the penalty then if they catch him with fifteen clubs? Uh, if you for every it's club over fourteen, you are it's a two-shot penalty for a maximum of two holes. So, so you can only get four shots on it if you only have one extra club. And then I assume they would obviously make you take a club out, right? I mean, uh, that right? I don't, I don't, you might still be able to use it. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I might have to use my umbrella to uh, hit a few putts, like pool. Because yeah. if they're capping that, it doesn't – I mean, like, obviously no one's going to do that for the – Yeah, who wants throw, a four-shot penalty? Like, they're not going to enforce you to take it out, I guess. They're just giving you a penalty. I don't know. It's – it depends how much of an advantage it gives you. You could have a hybrid have to, at every loft. I might try that at the club championship next year. I might just have, you know, a full set of left-handed clubs in my bag as well. Yeah, and does this and just scale? Take the take the twenty-eight shot penalty and just yeah. How does this? How does this scale? It's like, is it per hole? If you had like twenty clubs, would it still be a maximum of two holes, or are they? Yeah, still maximum of two holes. See that. And are they doing two strokes per club extra? Yeah, it's, two, it's, yeah. it's oh, per okay. extra club, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, it's, like, it's like the, the I saw some videos like on Instagram of guys like cheating, figuring, like finding loopholes in the, in the game of golf. And they're like, if you don't tee off of the tee box, it's just a two-stroke penalty. So they would go tee off right next to the hole and tap it in and theoretically take a three on every hole. But that rule requires you to go back and re-tee and take the two strokes. Don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I've seen those videos as well. But it's just like. Um, yeah, so another thing on Houston, the Tony Finau, I posted, uh, I, I put something on the Bogey Trains Insta, but his fit, I think that was the second round. That was sick. He had that baby blue polo with those, uh, with those, I don't know if those are Jordans or Air Force One Lows or whatever, whatever the shoes he's got on with the matching baby Me? blue. That was, as, as someone, who really likes that color and is a North Carolina basketball fan. That was just, Yikes. that was, that was nice to see. That was a, that was a heck of an outfit. That that was a fit right there. He, he always is rocking the shoes. He does not, he doesn't miss with the footwear. Really? <laughs> what was that day? I'm looking it up right now. He's I think it was 20. around, I think it was round two. I'm just going to look up Houston open. I want to see it. Cause I love, I love his style. Yeah, He's very. Baller, yeah, his style like it matches his personality, like very laid back, just like. Yeah, wait, I yeah I see it. This that's sick. That's his a whole fit. fit. His whole fit works together. Just incredible. Yep. Um, and then on the uh, DP World Tour, Tommy Fleetwood gets it done. I don't even know what the event was or where. All I know is that uh, Tommy Fleetwood got the dub. So, um, I have no other uh, commentary Legend. that I can that I can give on that because. Oh, do I got to give any shout outs? That's all I know about it. See if I got to give any shout outs. Oh, come on. Here we go. Um, uh, there was the Ned bank golf challenge. Where was at it? The Gary player golf course. 
I don't know where that is. I wonder if it was in South Africa. It might have been. Uh, I think that Donald might be. Donald in the right. leaderboard. Uh, oh, both Molinari's played this week. Uh, Francesco on the PGA and Eduardo on the uh, DP World. Mm. Fun facts. Oh, um, that's. I mean, I don't, I don't think I needed to know that. I don't think anyone was wondering. Uh, sh- shout out <laughs> to it absolutely nobody Africa. because this field is dog doo-doo. A uh, shout out Guido Migliazzi. I would just say shout out Ryan Fox. I mean, he's trying to make a statement after getting snubbed from the President's Cup team. He has a win since then. Got solo second here. And then also uh, third place, Shubankar Sharma. Uh, just because I like saying his name. So. My guy. That's my guy. That's my day one. Right that's, there. My, that's my order at my local deli as well. So <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the poison man, Christian Bezaden, how uh, I believe leader after round three. Uh, even par today to finish T5. So shout oh, out tough. to Bez. Bez. Ooh, Minwoo Lee, T8. I'll shout that out. Love that guy. Ooh, and Thomas Dietrich, after, uh, after being in Bermuda a couple weeks ago for the PGA Tour, is now, oh, man, he shot five over today. He was in the mix. Oh, he was in the, yeah, he was, he was in the lead. Nine under, yeah. He's so he's, was a he's a world traveler. Who's this guy? Ho, Hogard? Rasmus Hogard? Rasmus Hogard. Yeah, he was. That guy's gonna be good going though. The day. Brandon Grace was eight under going into today. You know, so was this, was this. Some guy. guys, some guys Thirst, fell off. Thriston Lawrence. All right, I don't think we need to go down the leaderboard for the Ned Bank challenge. I was about to say, are we just listing off the? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm going to cut it off right there. There was only 68 people in the field. I'm I'm the biggest golf fan there is, but man, I you're losing me. But now we know, so. Okay, I just I just had to shout out Shubankar Sharma, so. Uh, only eight fifty. All right, with fries some, on the side. Some live rumors. So over the past couple of weeks, uh, it's it's kind of been uh, there's words, you know, just floating out there that uh, you know mostly from you know these live Twitter accounts. So you got to take what they say with a grain of salt. To be quite honest, I mean, a couple months ago they reported that John Rom was next to go, and then John Rom quoted him and was like, "You're full of it, basically." So, but they're saying. Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, Mito Pereira, and Thomas Peters are are on the way to live. And I also saw a report that uh, Cantley was supposedly almost a done deal. But I am also hearing that that is not true at all. So no one knows. I give zero cares of any of those players leaving except for Xander Shoffley. Yeah, I mean – can't lay like I wouldn't miss him, but it would just be a big loss because he is one of the best players on the tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like his personality, like it's nothing that like gets me. Oh yes, you know I really want to go root for Cantley. That doesn't. I do like Xander though, but supposedly there's there. Uh, I mean, other sources uh, are saying that that's not true and that those two are are still with the tour. But I guess you never know. As far as Mito Pereira goes. I'm surprised he hasn't gone yet, but I'm almost certain he's going to. Uh, he and Joaquin Neiman are good friends. They've been friends ever since growing up. Uh, it kind of seemed like they both were going to go. Mito hasn't gone yet for some reason, but then just recently over the weekend, Sergio Garcia had a charity event and 
everyone there was live guys except Mito. Mito was the only guy there that wasn't a live guy. Mm-hmm. So it seems like any day now, Mito Pereira is going to be announced to be the next player to join Live. And Thomas Peters, I have no idea if that's real or not. So, John, thoughts on your uh, your Live guys? Um, I'm just excited for next year. Great, great first season. Um, the numbers are looking up, as Phil has said, trending in the right direction and very fast. So, are they excited to see what, excited to see what year two has in store for us? I think, I mean, um, I, but that's factually just not true, though. Like, I think well, it's, the, the it's, I think Boston is where they peaked in terms of viewership, it's, and it's been going down it's, since. It's subjectively true, though. That okay, the numbers are going up. Vibes, the vibes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't argue. Speaking, with that. It's unarguable. Speaking on Phil, um, do any of you guys know, like, in detail, what the story is between Phil and Pat Perez? No, I heard there's some beef there. Yeah. I just saw that Pat Perez, he said Phil did something to him or said something that was supposedly unforgivable. And, but I don't know the details. And he also, Pat Perez also, I don't know if it was the same interview, but another one also came out recently that he was like criticizing what Tiger said about live and said like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So, you know, I just don't really need to hear it from Pat Perez. Just like taking shots at the goat like that. Guy um, making not money Phil, not Phil. Like I'm not saying nine, Phil. Nine over. Yeah, we might get to some Pat Perez later when we go over our uh, awards, but yeah, he might maybe, be maybe not. He might be in one of them. So, uh, gosh, where were we? Yeah, as far as Liv, uh, I don't know. Is there is there anything else uh, our Liv guy wants to add after this season going into next year? I think the golf speaks for itself. Sure. So, no, I have nothing else. I just. On, oh, I on, saw on a, recently uh, that the live uh, social media accounts, they, they published this story. It was like the Niblicks year in review or something. It was like this long detailed story on like the Niblicks season. And it was like, I don't think anybody asked for that. Yeah. On a, on a very <laughs> real note, I think that they have a lot of like opportunity that they're not capitalizing on. And I think it could be a lot more enjoyable to watch. So I hope, like they start naming teams and just make it more interesting because I think there, I think there's a lot there. If you want to learn a lot of my opinions, you can go back and listen to our live golf episode. But we'll see we'll see what they do next year. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, anything else? Gosh, I don't think I missed anything uh, before we get into some of our awards. I have nothing else on live or anything else. Okay. Well. Uh... I guess I'll just start it. So, so before we get started, you know, because we're ultra prepared. Yes. Um, how are we? How are we doing these awards? Are you whoever just has the award is just going to name the winner? You know, that was voted behind the scenes, or are well, we voting on it? These are just on a, air as a crew. Well, no, these are just awards that uh, we came up with, and they yeah. were uh, basically executive decisions. So there's no voting on this. Uh, right. Yeah. Just have to take it as gospel, pretty much. So right, pretty much. The, like these that. these are the winners uh, of these awards, and yeah. if you disagree, you're wrong. So you gonna fir- kick it off, Nick? Yes, the first award I'm calling this the. It can be called the bare minimum award, or I have it listed as the players award. So this is the do almost nothing all season but do just enough in order to get an exemption into next year's players after as a past champion, 
after uh, missing it this year. So can you have a guess who who that would be? Wait, can you repeat the award title? So the award is uh, <laughs> doing the bare minimum to get an exemption into the players next year after being a past champion <laughs> after not getting an exemption into the players this year award. I, I do have to ask, how many people qualify for this award category? Uh, that has not been disclosed, how many nominees there were. <laughs> Uh, if I had to take a guess, I don't remember if Ricky played in it this year, so I would guess Ricky Fowler. Yes. Uh, that, that, he, he is the winner of this award, so congrats, yeah. Ricky. And I say the bare minimum because to get into the players, one of the <coughs> uh, criteria is you got to be in the top 125 in the FedEx Cup for the previous season, and he made it to the playoffs on number 125. So, Ricky, <laughs> congratulations. Ricky, congratulations on That's getting back cute. into the players next year. <laughs> Congrats, Ricky. You've got the first bogey of 2022. The first trainee. All right, who's uh, next? I'll take mine. Uh, I got the trainee award for, for driver of the year. Uh, and this is a very broad category. Uh, it includes both drivers of the golf balls and drivers of cars. Oh, fair, no. Fair. Oh, well, um, I guess the, the Tiger thing happened last year. Um, so. so the driver of the year this year is actually, any, any guesses here? Well, I mean, I don't know if you were trying to add any comedy into it, but I'm thinking Rory because, I mean, he's the best driver of the golf ball maybe that has ever lived. So that's my John, guess. That's a good guess. Uh, driver of the year winner is actually Tiger Woods. Um, this year he is minus one from 2021 on cliffs driven off. Okay. So, so you know, he, he's made improvements. Improved. He's a better driver this year, apparently. Most improved, um, for sure. Most improved driver of the year, for sure. So, well, driver well, of the year this year is Tiger Woods. Well, ah. also, another – I thought you were going to mention this once I heard who it was, but um, this is – a lot was made of this at the time, but do you remember when a lot of those tour players had that meeting in Delaware – uh, and then when Ricky showed up, it was Ricky and Tiger that arrived in the same vehicle, but Tiger was driving. So, I mean, a lot was said of the year as well. Yeah. So, if, I mean, if, if Ricky's, you know, if, if other people are getting in the car with Tiger and, you know, are fine with that, I mean, yeah, you might be, that, you might, you might be onto something here, James. That so. says something for sure. He's made some improvements. Oh, you know, he's well. driving, he driving the ball well in the, uh, the tournaments he played this year. You know, he's yeah. Just, uh, that's a yeah. That's a good. Yeah, driver of the year and also, also known as most improved driver of the year. So for sure, for sure. I, well, I like that. I like that. Congrats, Tiger. I know you're listening. Congrats on your trainee. All right, my first bogey of 2022. This is a good bogey. So it's an up and down from a tough lie in the rough for bogey. Um, this one hits near and dear to my heart because I'm currently part of Lettuce Club, Cheddar Club, Long Hair Club. I've got the locks flowing back here. I know who this um, is going to. This is best year-round hair award. This guy just brings it consistently. You probably know who I'm talking about. But tournament in, tournament out, he's always rocking the hair. It's Cam Smith. He yeah. never disappoints. He's just. Yeah. He, I think it's great. It's, it makes television. It makes the PGA Tour better. Well, well the live.com. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Live.com. Really, really bold indicating. That uh, Tommy Fleetwood was going to win that award. Yeah, but that's interesting. I mean, I would say, I mean, I would, I would say, yeah, Tommy's been doing it more consistently for a longer period of time. 
Sure. And I think Tommy's is an overall better look. Like he can would, he can actually go out in public without a hat on. You know, Cam I Smith looks terrible. I have to. But yeah, I don't. I I would disagree with that. I would agree that Tommy's probably is better. He probably has been doing it for more. But this year, I think I'm going to give him credit too because he's been playing good golf as well. He's got a couple good tournaments this year, and he just. He just has good hair, and he lets it. Okay. He lets it shine. I can't. I I can't fault it too much, but yeah, I I am. You know, yep. I, I I do think I, I personally I would have given it to Tommy, but sure. you know, I know you got well, a special place wrong. in your heart for Cav you're wrong. or yeah. Cav that's right. for Cam over on Live. So, um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, congrats, Cam. Congrats, for the Cam. Bogey. I am going to go with uh, the Feaster Famine Award. Uh, do you do you guys have any guesses? That's all the. Um, no explanation. Actually, no. I'll give the subtitle for the award too. The okay. Feaster Famine Award either misses the cut or wins. Like he, he, this player either misses the cut or is like in a playoff. Mm. Wow. Mm. Who's been in playoffs? Who's been mm. in contention that has also missed a lot of cuts? Um. I can't even think of who won this year. I have no idea. Patrick Cantlay? I, I feel like he's been it, playing really bad. If I knew how to, um, you know, if I was better at editing, I might have, like, uh, stuck in the Jeopardy music right there. But um, I'm giving that to Sepp Straka. Uh, um, he, he won the Honda back in March, I think, is when that is. I think he missed, like, 13 straight cuts or some, something crazy. And then he wow. was in a playoff at uh, when Will Zalatoris won at the FedEx St. Jude. So he's just one of those players that, and then he ended up uh, a couple of weeks ago in one of the fall events, he was in a playoff again. So he just like, he misses a whole bunch of cuts, but when he plays well, he's like right at the top of the leaderboard. So Seth Straka, the Feaster Famine Award. Congrats. 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 Former UGA Bulldog. You gotta love that. Congrats. That is true. Uh, Moving along. My next award is the, uh, you know, I'm still workshopping the name. I have it called the Patrick Reed Award. But I want to go, I think I'm going to, the extended title is the Patrick Reed, uh, Everybody Hates Me Because I Cheat and I'm Ugly and I'm Stupid Award. Can I guess who um, won this award? You can guess, guess who won this one. I'm gonna, mm, it's close. It's a toss-up for sure. But I'm going to have to go with Patrick Reed. Okay, that's a good guess, honestly. Um, I'm going to go with... I don't want to. I'm second Rory guessing McElroy. myself. Rory McIlroy. Interesting, interesting takes. Nick has picked Rory twice. <laughs> Both of you are incorrect. Uh, the winner of the Patrick what? Reed uh, "I Cheat and Everyone Hates Me" award is Matt Morose. Okay, uh, I'm Matt not Marose. familiar. And those of you that don't know who Matt Morose is, he is the guy who, in a uh, corn fairy Q school event, supposedly holed out an approach shot from the rough that nobody saw, lost a ball that was found hours later. Uh, got into a hour-long meeting with the rules official and then was ultimately disqualified for cheating in this Q school event. Oh um, my gosh. You so, can't make this stuff up. No, he uh some of the stories behind it, he on the 10th hole he hit his ball into the trees right. Uh had to hit a punch out. He hit like this low kind of I mean his quote was that he skull bleeped it. Um since this is a family friendly podcast, I had to censor myself. Uh, and then they get up there, they get up to the green and, you know, they're looking for the ball. It looked like it landed like 50 short. 
Uh, and this guy's the first one up to the green, and the ball just happens to be in the hole. Oh, great uh, shot. Nobody, nobody saw it go in, nothing. Uh, just happened to go in. Later on okay, in the round. Hey, hey, your first hole in one, did you see it go in? No. That's fair. I didn't see it go in either. So I'm. that's all I'm going to say. Later that's on fair. in the round, uh, hits a tee shot into the trees again. Uh, hey, it the, happens. The marker who is standing, not the marker, but the... <laughs> it's just this guy's defense. Let's turn your what, what do they call them? People <laughs> just stand the spotter. The spotter along the uh, the tree line says it went in right here. Yep. And He's so the guy, old, though. the guy, he turns the corner of the trees and this ball just so happens to be 50 yards up, which would have been a 360 yard drive through the trees uh, makes birdie, and then a couple hours later, they went back in and they found his original ball that he was Interesting. using. Interesting. So, but he could have just dropped that one, and he hey, probably, he yeah, probably everyone, that. yeah, everyone uses Pro Vs, and you know the golf equipment is out of control. So, three sixty. That's I mean, that's in the right condi- yeah, the right conditions. I could hit one three sixty. So, yeah. I'm not, not hearing it. anything that's you know incriminating at this point. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty it's. But like Patrick Reed esque. Either way, consolation prize the the Patrick Reed award goes to uh, say his name again. Congrats, Matt, Matt Morose. Congrats. Congrats on the training. He may have gotten DQ'd, but uh, this He's is a good a winner. What yeah. you want to train? So this is the next best thing. So. <laughs> All right, for my next bogey award, this is just an average bogey award. You know, you made like a six-footer for bogey. Pretty solid bogey. Could have been worse. Could have been better. Um, this is the most likely to be mistaken for a character on Bob's Burgers Award. Okay. Would love to, I would love to hear. <laughs> what? I've never seen Bob's Burgers, so I don't even have a guess. Look up. Just look up a, a Google Bob's Burgers characters and just look at okay. what they look like. I can picture then, them in my head, but I'm going um, to bring it up yeah. just because it might help me. Uh, Let's see. Dude, I, I just don't even have a remote guess. <laughs> oh, you know. When I when I say it, you're going to be like, wow, yeah. I, I just don't even know what to say. I'm excited to hear this. I don't know who it's going to be. Right. I, don't, I don't have a guess, to be quite honest. The, the winner for the most likely to be mistaken for a character on Bob's Burger Award, Bogey, in 2022 is Justin Thomas. Really? Mr. Donak Justin Thomas himself. His head looks you know, like a balloon. It comes from here to his chin at, a, at the same angle the entire way up. I can, I can see it, actually. It's yeah. uncanny. Yeah, okay. I'm for it, yeah. I'm for it. I like it. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that award. How, did, how many nominees did we have for that one? Congrats. Only one. <laughs> it, was, it was unanimous. <laughs> oh, my. I'll tell you, yes. <laughs> I like it. And if those, uh, you know, just, you know, go look up uh, some pictures of Justin Thomas. Maybe the not the most flattering ones. And also uh, Bob's Burgers. Man, if he had just a big, fat, black stash. Oh, I know. Yeah. All right. I like it. So congrats, JT. Congrats on the bogey. Okay. Um... Okay, I'll go to this one. I'll go to the guy I did not know who he was six months ago and is now basically a household name. You guys uh, you guys might get this one. I would say Tom Kim. 
I would say Tom Kim as well. Uh, you guys are exactly right. Tom yes. Kim absolutely bursts onto the scene. Let's uh, go. Now has two wins on the PGA Tour and was electric at the President's Cup. Tom he Kim, was. the winner of the guy I didn't know who he was six months ago and is now a household name. Tom Kim. Wow. What a, what a great what a great award, Tom. It, you know, that's one of the best we've handed out in a while. Um, um, I, there might have been a couple other nominees, but he was definitely the uh, – he got – it was almost unanimous. So Yeah. Yep. My uh, my next award is called the Monopoly Man Award. Um, okay, I have a guess. If you can, take can a you guess, elaborate? Monopoly Man is just the the person who makes a crap ton of money uh, for doing okay. a lot or a little. Mister Monopoly. Oh, okay, okay. So now that I'm hearing this explanation, I'm going a different direction yep. here with my guess. I have, I have an idea. Um, what are your guys' guesses here? I'm my guess is Tiger because he just won the pip for mm. playing like three times. I'm hmm. I'm guessing I'm guessing DJ, even though he played good and won some live events, he just got a ton of money and didn't need to play good. Um you guys actually guessed the top two. I had to just fact check myself to make sure I was giving this award to the right person. Uh but the winner is Dustin Johnson. Let's ah. go, DJ. Um, ah. let's go. Uh, Tiger, he did earn ten million from Pip. Um, just for, you know, not really playing much golf at all, but blowing that out of the water, Dustin Johnson made a grand total of $39,508,600. Yep. That's uh, good. And his, what that's was more than Kirk Buggins. On live. Um, <laughs> what? So, so Dustin Johnson is the, the Monopoly, Mr. Monopoly man winner okay. of the year. All right. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Congrats. Yeah, DJ. Congrats on the training, DJ. That's yeah. that's let uh, questionably a good training to win, questionably a bad training to win. But my next bogey award is most definitely a good bogey award. It is the least likely to get skin cancer award. <laughs> what? Oh my! What? I I mean. Okay, I have okay, I have a guess. You you guys know who I'm talking about. So I'm so here's my guess, all right? It is yeah. uh you know, I'm tying it in because you're kind of a live guy, you know, there's there may or may not be a tie to Saudi Arabia. So I'm gonna go with the women in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> great, great guess. They're they're up they're not they're not the winner, but they're they were not. They were nominated, though. They were. They were darn close. Um, I would guess myself. Uh, I always wear sun sleeves when I play in the summer, so I, you know, I will never be hit by the sun. So I'm gonna guess myself. Jenks, you are incredibly close because of the sun sleeves comment, but the bogey for the least likely to get skin cancer award in 2022 is Dylan Fratelli. Okay, all right. Who consistently shows up. On sunny tournaments with sun sleeves, not just one, but two. One on each, one on each arm. Obviously, he has two arms, so he needs two sun sleeves. I have been told when I play golf done. during the summer, if I wear a flat bill and I wear these glasses and have my sun sleeves on, many people say I do look like Dylan Fratelli. So, uh, Dylan sure. Fratelli is just, yeah, his style isn't great, but uh, you know, I don't hate the sun sleeves. Honestly, I have a pair. I very rarely wear them, but. 
Uh, he's just, you know, his pants are pretty baggy and it's just, it's just not the the greatest look I've ever seen, but Hey, you know, he didn't, his golf this year wasn't yep. great, but he wins, uh, yeah. he wins an award. Yeah, so yeah. You know, so congrats, he, Dylan. His aunt also was a mass murderer in the Goonies. If you've ever seen the Goonies. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on I don't, a very uh, related. On a very yeah. Related yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, I guess I'll go with this one. Um, it's related to my last guest. So I'm going to go with the Bonesaw Award for just uh, absolutely cutting down the competition. Uh, the four aces. So mm, mm, I sure. guess I, did, I, didn't, mm. I didn't let you guys have a chance to guess. Yeah, there's no guess I didn't, there. know where I didn't know where you were going with that. So Yeah. Um, I, I forgot to let you guys guess, but uh, the four aces are the winners of the Bonesaw Award for cutting down the competition. So. <laughs> They deserve it. They they deserve it. Yeah. They they did they did crush the competition year long. So good stuff. Uh, my next award is related to Knicks. It's actually the best live golf team name award. Uh, there are twelve mm. teams in live golf. Can we you guess? Have the four races. You have the cliques, the crushers, the fireballs, the high flyers, the iron heads, the majestics, the niblicks, the punch, the torque, smash, and stinger. So you guys can take your guess uh, on on who that is. I'll take. I'll this take is guess. the best. This is best team. Best name? live golf team name. And this is best, like in a comedic sense, or like you actually think this is a good. It's uh, just the best. That's okay. all I'm going to say. All right, Simply my, the best. My guess is the cliques. I was I was about to say the cliques. A because it sounds funny, and B because I have no idea what that word even means. So um, that has to be a good team name. You know, there there are a lot of good ones in here. There uh, are. My favorite, or the I shouldn't say my favorite, the best the objective way. team name of the year is the Niblix. Yeah, okay. that's good. Um, good. All right. Mainly because if you flip the B upside down, it becomes a P, and then it's the Niblix. And I don't sure. know, that's funny. So. <laughs> that is funny. That's funny. Oh my! It's comedy. Um, you gotta give credit for that. You know, and and the thing, yes, congrats to the Niblix. Uh, I'm pretty sure Hudson Swafford and James Pyatt are on that team. Yeah, but that's I Bubba wouldn't Washington. know. Yeah, Bubba Bubba can go away, but <laughs> he doesn't even play. It's just um, team. they will not be a team next year either, I believe. If that's Bubba's team, they will be renaming. So yeah, so we wow. gotta. Yep, they, the Niblicks they while will, we have them. Thank you. They wow. will thank not be able to defend their title. Thank you for all the memories to the Niblicks. Hundred percent training award for the Niblicks. You gotta it's, respect that. And I also just want to mention the Cleeks as a honor, like honorable mention. I mean, the the team name is bad enough, and then I, who's on that team? Like Richard Bland and Graham McDowell. Like it's a very bland team. One I say. I couldn't I couldn't think of a team I would nope. I would want to watch less than the Niblicks or the Cleeks. I'm sorry. So yeah. um, maybe we the Niblicks. When we were just talking about the Niblicks going away, that would have been a great time to cue in the. Uh, See you again by uh, from Fast and Furious. Yeah, I just have yes. like a sad mom. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying season. to get a copyright strike. Here. We'll, we will let our editors know to do that. Yeah, we definitely have a team. We definitely have a team of get, producers and editors. We're gonna get our monet, get demonetized for that, Jenks. I think we might have to get monetized first. <laughs> we'll miss you, Niblix. That is a, that is a, that is a prereq for getting demonetized. <laughs> All right, my next my next bogey award for 2022 is definitely a good bogey. Um, well, not definitely, but I would consider it. Ah, you know, what? it's just a bogey. I'm actually gonna I'll read this one to Nick, and I'll see what Nick Nick says, and then when Jenks comes back, uh, the award is 
most likely to miss the podcast because he's playing 2K. Um, was it the, the guy who left right now? <laughs> In fact, it is the guy who's, who, who did leave the podcast and potentially could be playing 2K right now. Okay, so, yeah, that that was my guess. My guess was Jengs. It looks like oh, it looks like he's on his way back. He is very deserving of this award, and now okay. that this is happening, he's even well, more deserving. Okay, it looks Sorry, like he what? just put his headphones on. Congrats to the winner of this award. Congrats, great, congrats. great stuff. Get, great congrats stuff. on your bogey. What, what was the what was the award? You'll just have to listen to the show to hear. All but right. congrats on your bogey. All right, Nick, who you got? I'm going with the Antonio Brown Award. So, this is it the I, guy that just packs his clubs up uh, after the front nine and walks off the course? No. Well, it's just, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to give the context. I'm just going to let you guys guess who, who got the oh. Antonio Brown Award. The AB Award has to be just a quitter, right? That's the only thing I can imagine. Um, do you have any either, idea? I have no idea, James. Either the guy, that or the guy who flashes himself in a. Uh, you guys are not on the right track. Okay. I these are, no, spe- I these no are specific idea. Antonio Brown incidents that I was not referring to <laughs> in the creation of this award. I'll give, you, I'll give you some more context. This is an award for one who, you know, at times, you know, may have still been controversial, but was generally a very well-respected pro athlete. But now it's just like anything they say, you just think they're crazy. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Greg Norman. Okay, that's an interesting mm, guess. That is a good take. That's a good take. I'm going to say Phil Mickelson, kind of on the same lines. We have a winner, yes. Phil Mickelson has, <laughs> has won the Antonio Brown Award for this Let's year. Let's go, Phil. So, yes. Add to its trophy case. Congrats, Phil. Hopefully he will celebrate by uh, um, going to another gorilla preserve um, to celebrate. Congrats, Phil. So, congrats, Phil. Uh, he didn't do anything on the course this year, but uh, – he did win the Antonio Brown Award. Mm-hmm. So overall, some might, some might say it was still a good year for him. So hopefully that can help him. Even though there's no monetary prize, hopefully it can help him uh, pay off his bookie. So, uh, My next award is a twofer. Ooh, it is twofer Tuesday on this award. Let's it is uh, the, the tournament of the year. Both best and worst tournament of the year. Ooh. Uh, so get your predictions in here. What do, you, what do you think are the best and worst tournaments of the year? Okay, man, I don't know where to go with this. And by worst, is it like boring or like just everything involved, like worst event of the year? Like I, it is just the worst. Man, that could mean so many things. Hmm. That could mean so many things. Okay, I, I, I'm not coming up with a guess for the worst. But for the best, my guess is the U.S. Open. And I think I am, the reason I'm guessing that is because you're a big uh, Matty Fitz fan. So that is, that's my guess for best. That, that's a great guess. And it was at Brookline. I have, no, I have no idea. I, have no, I, would love to hear, I would love to hear the results of this award, James. That is I'm, uh, I'm, a great guess, Nick. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to throw, throw in one more guess for the worst. Uh, one Man, I just I can't even really come up with anything. Um, I don't know. I'll just say like the Rocket Mortgage. Mm, that's a very good guess as well. Uh, 
Best tournament of the year goes to the U.S. Open. Yep. Yes. Well-deserving. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yes. Huge balls on the 18th hole, hitting that shot out of the bunker. Um, uh, Northwestern product. I'm a big Northwestern fan. So congrats to Matty Fitz on your major. Uh, worst and- tournament of the year goes to the Live Golf Championship oh. at Trump National Doral. Uh, the, there we go. The play championship? Yeah, one, because of the format was just absolutely stupid. Why would you have a match play format and then get rid of it and play stroke play the last two rounds? That's fair. Sounds pretty idiotic to me. Uh, second fair. of all, because nobody watched it. Um, all right. Ooh, also so fair. it's just Ooh. the worst. No it's just the worst. Being taken to the Add me to the lawsuit. Here. Add me to the lawsuit. I watched a lot most of the live events and I didn't tune in for a second of that. So yeah, that's I, tough. I, and I also, um, you know, while the match play format is, is, you know, the first two days, it wasn't a bad format. It really highlighted the lack of depth in the live field. Like there were, there were some names because in a normal stroke play event, you can just kind of, you know, all the irrelevant names are near the bottom and you can just, Oh, you know, Cam Smith and DJ are in contention at the top of the leaderboard. But when there's all these match play matches then you know a lot of the uh like no names and i mean no names were sort of exposed in the match play format but speaking of uh championships who won the fedex cup this year oh rory Rory. that was rory uh how many do you guys have left because i don't want to like i i I could i could come up with i have a couple yeah I have one bogey award left, but I would like to go last for reasons that will become obvious later. I also had one that I wanted to go last. I also had one that I wanted to go last as well, (laughs) but we can get to that. So let's see. Where where do I go from here? Um, Okay, I'll just do the – you know when you're like either in high school or middle school and you're on – you you do a group project and there's, you know, maybe like four of you as an example – and, you know, two or three of the people actually do the work, but then there's a fourth that doesn't do a single thing, but their name is just on it. And they, you know, yeah, get an a, a plus. The cool kid. AKA. This is the, this is the awful project partner award. And um, I'll let Noah have the first guess. I think you guys can figure this one out. Mm. Oh, it's Pat Perez from Team Four Aces. No, Bingo. no doubt. Uh, yes. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, I, I saw the light bulb go yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely is... thought it was Jay Monahan. That dude. That dude okay. got That's... kicked in a wagon by three. Ooh, speaking of that, that just gave me an idea for another category. Jay Monahan. That's not a bad guess. He was nominated for this because you know all these changes that the PGA Tour is doing. You know, it's basically the Tiger and Rory Tour now. You know, it seems like that's who's making the decisions. And Jay Monahan really? just along for the ride. But we got to talk about Pat Perez, man. He was the beneficiary of some good golf this year, and none of it was his. And, <laughs> man, he made a lot of money playing some he very bad golf. He had one good tournament. And it was the last one. I mean, his yeah. his stroke play round the last day at Doral. I mean, two yeah. under at Doral. I, I, can't, I, I can't make fun of that round. And his score I, counted. But, man, up I, until that, that, Pat Perez, what a joke. I heard – I heard he legally got his middle name changed to Freewheeler. So it's Pat Freewheeler Perez now. Yeah, dude, I don't know. That's uh... just out of respect for the rest of four aces. And now I'm hearing Taylor Gooch. Was it Taylor Gooch that we talked about last time? I don't even remember. That's no longer on the four aces. Yes. It's like, uh, 
man, they should just kick Pat Perez instead of Taylor Gooch. But maybe that's not how the decisions are made. I'm not sure. I don't think anyone knows. But that was my award. So, um, my next Congrats. award. Congrats, Pat. Congrats, Before, Pat. Who I, I, yes, Congrats. I do have. I do have one. Uh, a couple solid awards left. So, okay. I also I just added two more in. So, you guys go ahead. I have no more. Um, my next one is major venue of the year. Every year we got four majors. Um, always at some some iconic venues in golf. Yes, that's that's uh, a good one. So this year it was probably this is probably gonna be one of the stronger fields we will ever have for this award. Okay. Uh, I know. Yeah. I mean, starting starting with the the first nominee uh, nominated by the Masters. Wait, where was that? That place? is Augusta National Golf Club. Oh, it was Augusta this year. Yep, okay, I know. Um, Second nominee nominated by the PGA Championship was Southern Hills. Sure. Third nominee, uh, Brookline, the country club, yep. uh, nominated by the U.S. Open. And fourth is the old course at St. Andrews, nominated wow. by uh, the Open Championship. Solid uh, list. I think there's a clear winner this year. Me too. For reasons I will get into, but uh, did you have anything else to say on this award? Uh, just the way that I am picking this award is just based on, oh, my lights just disappeared. Um, That's uh, right. We're not on YouTube yet. We're good. It is just based on, you know, how the course played, how the course was set up. Uh, did it look nice? Was it fun to watch? Was it just kind of bleh? Um, and so what are your guys' guesses on major venue of the year? Did you even mention Southern Hills? Yeah, I mentioned Southern okay. Hills. Okay, I was, I was not paying attention. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, my guess is... Uh, Brookline, and that's I. That would that would definitely be uh, who I would have picked if if I if I was in charge of this award. Uh, even though you know some people think, oh well, geez, Brookline over Augusta and the old course, which you know that's that's valid. But it's, we hadn't seen Brookline in so many years, and uh, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed watching that for U.S. Open. So my my guess would be the undefeated never lost Augusta national at the, at, a, at the masters should be the winner every year. Um, yes. Final answer. So the winner of the major <laughs> venue of the year is actually a three-way tie. <laughs> it is between, a three-way tie between I'm, Augusta national golf. Let's club, go. Let's go. The country club. Let's go. And Southern Hills. Right. Whoa! Yes, Southern uh, Hills. St. Andrews was left out. Uh, Curve. What the what the voters said was, uh, you know, Southern Hills had some carnage. Middle Prayer on eighteen. Uh, True. You know, Brookline gave us some iconic moments. Uh, St. Andrews just looked like garbage. It was brown. And it was That's stupid. How it's supposed it was, to look. It was not. It wasn't fun. It wasn't That's fun. How it's supposed to look. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. I didn't like <laughs> no, the look. I, I I disagree with that definitely. Voter, but voters didn't like the look. You know, I I might catch some heat from this We're, from our one from our one European listener, but uh, just kidding. I hope there's more. You know, have one. I, I would like, be like the the way up, the Belgium? old course the way the old course played this year. You know, that's what people say. Oh yeah, you know, this is how Lynx golf is supposed to be and everything. But just like aesthetically, it's just not my favorite. Like I I like uh, there's there's other types of courses I like to look at. More. Well, the course it's like the course is old. It's like saying. It's like going back to using an iPhone 3G. Like obviously, the new iPhones are way better, but like it's iconic because it was the first one. I'm not. I'm not talking that this course is not iconic and that it didn't play. Well. I just didn't. It just looked blah on the coverage. It was just 
You know, it's gray like it always is. Turn, and turn your TV it saturation up, buddy. It's just brown. Saturation. <laughs> like, it's no Sport fun mode. when there's a 380-yard par 4 into the wind that people are driving and rolling it up on the green. Like, that's just stupid. Yeah, it's Yeah, different. it played, it's you know, different. it played fairly firm and fast, and the winner still got to minus 20. So. I mean, it, it did give us probably the most iconic moment of the entire year when uh, Tiger Woods was crossing the Swilkin Bridge on 18, and uh, Rory McIlroy was going up one. And that nice little salute that they, they gave one another. All right. Well, congrats to those courses. Congrats. Yeah. To, you know, while some, some may dispute the results, um, you know, the I would official... love to see, would love to see where those voters were pulled from, but that's neither here nor there. A hundred percent of voters were actually pulled from Watertown, South Dakota. So, okay. All right. It's good to know. Okay. Um, you want me to go to my next one? Either that, yeah. or I can take another one. Okay, have, this no, I got one. I got I got a couple good ones before I wanted right, my last right. one. So, this is the Jay Leno Award. Mm. So, can you elaborate, or is that all you're giving us? Uh let's see. This the subtitle here says, uh, "Guy who looks like Jay Leno." <laughs> Let me just. Let me just Google a picture of Jay Leno to get it etched in my memory. <laughs> I know, I know who Jay Leno is. I just need to see him. I just need to see him. This is very similar to the uh, Bob's Burgers lookalike award. Yeah, it's it's similar. <laughs> oh man, there were not a lot of nominees for this. <laughs> I don't even have a guess. I have a guess. I have a guess. All right, here's I have your guess. guess. I think Jay Leno is the white Tony Finau. Yeah, I, that's not the winner. He's not the uh, winner. I would, if I had to guess, I would guess Jay Leno. Okay, well, that's a good uh, guess. Jay, Jay Leno, coming. Jay Leno actually did not win. Um, it was determined was that it was determined that this other guy looks more like Jay Leno than Jay Leno. So, um, and the winner, are you ready? Scotty Scheffler. Mmm, okay. I, okay. I see that. Let me look up a yeah. picture. Yeah. Big congrats to Scotty Scheffler on winning the Green Jacket and also the Jay Leno Award. Yeah, which one's more important? We'll let you decide. <laughs> I just added another great award. I just keep coming up with stuff. We're going to be here all night. I just keep coming up with stuff. Congrats, Scotty, on your, on, your, on your bogey. Let's get... To the next one. <laughs> Nick, I do need your help for this award, though, because I don't remember the guy's name. Okay. I'm going to have to text you. I'll probably remember. All right. Who's the guy? Um, my next award is the Commissioner of the Year Award. Oh. Um, the what? Um, the Commissioner of the Year. You know, he's just a, a guy who's always out there for his players. Um, trying to set up these good events, trying to, uh, you know, help grow his sport. Uh, any guesses on who the commissioner of the year is? Um, well, the commissioner of the year, trying to grow his brand. Um, man, I am going to go with... Keith Pelly. What's he the commissioner of again? The DP World Tour. 
Ah, uh, yes, him. I'm uh, I'm taking Keith Kelly for no reason other than uh, a lot of people think he's not been doing a very good job. But I can't say that. I don't know enough about it, but uh, I just John? wanted to uh, give Keith some love. He's in a tough spot over at the I, Tour. I don't know any commissioners, so uh, the uh, winner of the Commissioner of the Year Award is none other than the commissioner of the famous golf tour, the Barstool Classic. It is Riggs Barstool. All right. Commissioner of the Year. Sam Bazoyan. Congrats. Congrats, Congrats Riggs. Former Congrats, college Riggs. hockey player turned uh, golf blogger, podcaster, and now he's. he's I just want to say. That's impressive work. Is, no, no offense to Riggs. I think I could beat him at golf. All right. That's I all think. I That's think 100% of this podcast could beat him at golf. Elaborate. Oh, you could beat him at golf, not at being a better commissioner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, might, I'm, I'm just talking golf to, here. We might need to call them up. They like doing their four-man scramble. It might have to be the bogey train versus uh, four-play, four-man scramble. Yeah, I was talking to them. They said we're only five listeners away from uh, being popular enough that they would do that with us. So we're, only, we're only one and a half ad reads away as well. <laughs> yeah. We need, to get, we need to get them ad reads. I mean, they got Chevy. All we right. got... Nothing. All right, All Nick, right. what do you got for us? Okay, uh, this is the Happy Learned How to Putt. <laughs> so, um, I have a guess. Now, already. Now, there's two winners here. For one yeah. of them, it truly is about putting, and for the other one, it's uh, it's it's focused on a different part of the game, namely wedges. So it's like, oh, Happy Learned How to Hit a Wedge. <laughs> All right, guys right, tied. Uh, is one of them Noah Johnson? No. Oh, I have thanks. I have a lot of room to go before I win that award. Trust me on that. My guess would be Will Zalatoris. It's an interesting guess. It's, he's not. He's not one of the two. You have any other guesses, Jengs? Um, no. All right, so for the putting aspect of this award, that winner is Tony Finau. Okay. Congrats, Tony. Before you go, really quick, before, I don't use, can I guess for the chipping? Uh, this can I guess for the It's, it's happy wedges. How to wedges. Chip. Happy learned how to hit a wedge. That's. Oh. I, if it was chipping, I would have guessed uh, Victor Hovland, but I don't know. But he also still doesn't know how, so. Okay, never mind then. Go ahead. Congrats. Uh, Tony, yeah, um, I don't know where his stats were this year for putting, to be quite honest, but this is basically uh, based off of the eye test and the very sophisticated computer algorithm. And uh, he switched to a different type of putter at the end of last season, at the end of last season before he won the Northern Trust. He's stuck with that putter since then before bouncing all around to different types. He was struggling a lot. Now, seems like he's making everything, so. Dude, Scotty does look like Jay Leno. That's funny. Pictures are just loaded. <laughs> just realized. <laughs> if that doesn't sum up our connection that we have sometimes. <laughs> I but, have uh, guess the, ha- the ha- Happy learned how to hit a wedge. That's Rory. Oh, okay. Rory, Congrats, uh, Rory. The first Congrats half of the year until Augusta, he was like bottom. I think he was like maybe outside the top 160 on tour in wedges. And then uh, the rest of the season, he was, like, in the top three, I think. So um, at about the time of the Masters is when – I don't know when it happened, but he learned how to hit a wedge, and he was unstoppable the rest of the year. So unless, uh, unless Cam Smith counts, he stopped Rory at Augusta. But. Mm, I see. All right, congrats, 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 congrats. 
All uh, right. Uh, do we have a uh... – oh, I think I have, you have one. Yeah. I have two more. Two more. Yikes. I know. Um, so my first one is the, the round of the year. And, uh, you know, this might not necessarily have been this year, but it's just the, the round of the year. Um, it was a great round of golf. Any guesses? Oh, my gosh. A great round of golf. I have no idea what to say to that. Mm. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Me neither. No clue. Oh, uh, us at the two-man shooting three under the second day. That was a great round. Um, no, but that is not correct. The, the round of the year, which was not this year, um, but it's still the round of the year. It is uh, Kim Jong-il. Oh, yes. Um, when yes. in 1994. That guy's a stick. Yeah. <laughs> at the 7,700-yard 7, championship course, um, the very first golf round of his life, shot 38 under par, including 11 holes in one. That's amazing. Uh, just statistically impossible. So wow. great job no, to no, Kim no, Jong-il. No, no. The late, the late Kim Jong-il. Most great definitely job. happened. Uh, he was also 52 years old when this happened. So not only, not only was it 7,700 yards, tour. it it's was 7,700 when he was 52. It's a very efficient swing. He gets it done. <laughs> And my so other they, award that I, they have golf, they have a championship 7,700 yard course in North Korea. Yes, yeah, in Pyongyang, which might oh, actually be in South Pyongyang. Korea. It might be in South Korea. Hmm. Interesting. So I can't imagine um, there's a lot of people just out it is golfing in, for fun in North Korea. It is but, in North and, Korea. It oh, is. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, even given how, uh, you know, golf isn't a big part of the culture in North Korea, well, I don't know much about it, you know, to be quite honest, but. It's even more impressive that he's that good. So, oh, he's a stud. Oh, that was that was an old award. It was the culture that doesn't understand American culture award? Oh yeah, I was gonna say you forgot to do that award. Um, Decky, yeah, he's he's coming around. I don't I don't have that award for this year. So my my last award before the award that has to go last uh, is the E Money Shaper Award. Okay, uh, named after a college t- or high school teammate of mine and Nick's. Uh, whose nickname is E Money Shaper because he just shapes the ball every which way. And the problem, uh, well, the thing is, it was just a big hook. It, yeah. I, he's not. He wasn't working it the other way. Yeah, and I, I hope he's listening. He's, he's got one shape, but he's got it down really. Yeah, tough. it's a shape. I, I hope he's listening. Um, any guesses? Well, Nick, you know who it is. I guess you both know who it is. We sent it in the group chat. Uh, the winner is I don't know how to pronounce this. I hope I don't butcher it. Uh, Mac Boucher. It's actually Boucher. It's Mac actually, Boucher. It's, it's exactly how it looks, but okay. Yes. Mac Wait. Boucher. Uh, if you don't know who Mac Boucher is, he's the guy on Instagram. He's always hitting big hooks. Yeah, uh, I was like, the dude, ball around the course. I was like, dude, this this guy's name rings a bell, but I had no idea um, where I had yeah. heard it. Yeah, he, he, right. he is the shaper, the lefty, shaper award winner. Lefty yep. and righty, he gets it done. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's fun to watch. He's got a nice swing, and sometimes I Congrats. wonder if he does anything. Anything else other than go play phenomenal courses every day and take videos yeah. of it. So, like it's his job or something. Yeah. It's crazy. So, c- congrats to him on getting the yeah, E-Money Shaper a, Award for it's a big uh, 2022. Training. So. Big training big, for Mac. Big one. Big one. Nice. Uh, uh, are we all on our last awards now? Yeah. I, I have am, a, yes. I have a sneaking suspicion that we have similar last awards. Well, you know what? I'll just bite the bullet and go first. And hopefully this isn't the same award you guys have. I'll, I'll let I you know. It if it's, I'll let you know if it is the same. Okay, mine is the uh, comeback of the year award. 
Mm, not the same. You That's go not the same as mine. Okay. The comeback of the year point. award. All right. Uh, what, what's your guesses? Um, Tiger Woods. Didn't drive off a cliff this month or this year. That is a good he, comeback. He was nominated. He didn't win, though. Mm. Comeback of the year award. Anthony Kim, he's been in the news. Nope. Affiliated with Liv. Hmm. I don't know. The comeback of the year award goes to the bogey train. Come on. Give it up. We're back. We're back like we never left. The bogey train podcast has, is, uh, has officially been named the winner of the comeback of the year award. Wow. So. Nice. Congrats. Nice. Yes. We finally got um, an award. Yeah, it's feeling good. I was just notified that um, the plaque came in the mail the other day, so I, I knew heard, it, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Speaking anyone. speaking of uh, the bogey train, what was the award that I allegedly won? That what? What are you talking about? The the one that I won. Oh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that was the uh, all right. I'll just tell him. I, he he doesn't have to dig in uh, ninety minutes, and it was the player most likely to miss an episode because they were playing two K. So, or the, or the sent me. Yeah, and you happen you happen to have just left the room too. Yeah, I, did go I was like, my, my I was like, should I wait and do this one later? But I was like, what better time to do it than to read it off right now? Yeah, when so. I'm not on the podcast. Uh, Noah, do you want to go or you want me to go? I think you should go. Okay, mine is the best golf podcast of the year award. Ah, uh, that's a, that's good. That's okay. good. I'm going. Okay, my guess is the shotgun start. Presented by mm, the fried guess. egg. So, I guess my. I was just recently introduced to this podcast. No laying up is, is great, and I, yeah. I've had a relationship <laughs> with no laying up for a few years now. You know, it's been it's been in my library, but a few months a one ago, way relationship exactly. Uh, but a few months ago, I was just notified of uh, the shotgun start with uh, Andy Johnson and Brendan uh, Porath. I think mm. is how you say his last name, and that's a I like that show. So shout out to. Uh, Right. The shotgun start. Good guess. Good guess. My guess would be mm, there's so many good golf podcasts out there. Um, my guess would be let's see this. It's this year though, 2022. This year, 2022. Mm, I don't know. I could. I can't pick a favorite. Here, I'll uh, I'll list the four nominees and then you tell me okay. your thoughts. Um, so the first nominee is Four Play Golf Podcast presented by Barstool Sports. Yep, they do get a lot of listeners. Uh, the second is No Laying Up presented by No Laying Up. Okay. <laughs> the the third is Chasing Scratch presented by two guys who are chasing scratch from North Carolina and Virginia. Uh, and the fourth is The Bogey Train presented wow. by three 20 year old goons who have no clue what they're doing. But yet, still I mean, make an entertaining. That golf must podcast. be a yeah, different. Just, that must be a different bogey trade. I didn't know there was another one out there that had the same name. Yeah, how did they spell bogey? B o g i e or something? Are they just no, bogey train or are they the bogey train? It is the bogey oh. train. Wow, oh, interesting. We, I'm just yeah. honored. I'm just honored to have a nomination. Really, um, that's uh, incredible. The, the winner of best golf podcast of 2022 is. The Bogey Train. Wow. Uh, presented by, presented by Nick Mahold, uh, co-host on, Jangs, and Joe Anonson. That's awesome. Uh, sponsored by absolutely nobody. Hopefully we won. Swing. I love that company. 
So that's back to back pod or back to back wins for the wow. Bogey Train podcast. That's um, huge. Congrats. I am just blown away. I was not expecting this. So that's incredible. I want to thank my can wife. We, can we get a third? Uh, it's 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 you possible. want to thank my fiance. It's uh, I would like to thank Beyonce. Yeah, she's Queen B. <laughs> okay, yes. Anyway, let's get this is the last award of the night. Last so. award of the night. All right. For the final bogey award of 2022, presented by the Bogey Train Pod. This award goes to the group most likely to nail their podcast outro. Ooh. I will let you guess. It is um Foreplay has a good one. They have hit it hard. That's always a good one. That's, they always nail that. They are very likely to nail their outro, but this happens to be a podcast that nails their outro more often than the foreplay guys nail their outro. Percentage-wise or uh, numerical-wise? Both in quantity and quality. I'll let you yeah, think. I'm, I'm going to stick with foreplay. No, I might actually – yeah, I'm going to stick with foreplay. I'm not right, gonna say guess. no. No laying up. They're you know they don't have they don't have much. Uh, now is this any podcast or is this just golf podcast? Oh no! Any it, this was open to any podcast. We got we got murder mystery uh, nominations. We got Ooh. religious podcast nominations. I mean you you name it, we got a nomination for it. Oh, I I got a secondary guess. It's the okay. uh, Ben Shapiro show. <laughs> Great guess. He, he was, I have no idea what that sounds like. They, uh, I don't the, either. The outro. He, was, he was not on the list. Okay, I'm going to go with... Uh, so not a great guess. Man, you know, there's just so many podcasts out there. Okay, I'm gonna, my guess is uh, The Bible in a Year by Father Mike Schmitz. Mm. No, I don't know. I that's a that's a really does, good does guess. Does he know does he know Father Mike Wensing? Father Father Mike has been putting in the work this year and he really got his numbers up and and he was up on the list in a very respectable location. But Wait, is not, this like your is this your college pastor? He did not win. No, he's uh he's up in he's up in Duluth. He has like a oh. it, when it first came out last year it was like the most popular podcast in the world, but oh, really? we're on a we're on a tangent now. Yeah. So without further ado. The winner of the most likely to nail their podcast outro for 2022 is... I just got stuck in a bogey train. Mm-hmm.